Welcome to machine learning. In the there was an article on the internet uh, comparing XGBoost to logistic regression, and um, where they compared the two algorithms, um, and they they look at uh, uh, how they perform and. Uh, where logistic regression does really well is when you have a binary output, either true or false. And uh, that's because logistic regression uses the sigmoid function. So there's a certain threshold. If it's above <clears throat> 0.5 on the threshold, then it's going to go to a 1. Uh, if it's less than 0.5, it'll be 0. And uh, he, he says that, he states, I have been... I have a binary classification problem where the classes are slightly unbalanced, 25% to 75 distribution. I have a total of around 35 features. After some feature engineering and features, I have mostly continuous variables. I try fitting a logistic model, an RF model, which is random forest, and a uh, XG uh, model, which is your XG boost model. They all seem to give me the same performance. My understanding is that XG models um, generally fare a little better than logistic models for these kind of problems. But in my case, I'm having no improvements with boosting models over logistic models, um, even after turning in a, tuning it a lot. I'm wondering about the reasons uh, about this case. So that was the question. And, uh, you know, what? Uh, as, as I was thinking about uh, logistic regression it, and why it's the most popular algorithm, um, even beating the boosting algorithms, even though in uh, Kegel's competition, boosting algorithms uh, seem to perform better. And in, in this article, he'll actually sh uh, show evidence with large data that uh, boosting uh, performs better percentage-wise in terms of accuracy. But as I was thinking about why companies are using logistic regression is that they want to know uh, true or false answers. And it's <clears throat> a lot of business uh, operates not in fuzzy logic area, but mainly in discrete concrete areas. Um, and that is one reason why accounting has become so such a a driving force in some businesses in terms of operations is because things can be measured concretely. And so when you're having a decision, when you're doing classification is, uh, uh, for example, should we, uh, is this a good credit risk, bad credit risk, yes or no? If it's yes, then you, you offer credit. If it's no, uh, you don't. Is this a cr uh, fraudulent uh, uh, transaction, yes or no? Um, uh, does a person have a line of credit, yes or no? Things that are, can be quantified have largely not needed AI or ML. But uh, as systems get more complex and the rules get more complex, you can put the rules into your logistic regression and then see an outcome of yes or no. And so for that reason, I think that is one reason why uh, logistic regression has become so popular. 
but where it uh, it starts to break down, both uh, XG boost and logistic regression start to break down is when you have uh, large numbers of features, like say thousands or even millions of features, and uh, your tables get so large, and uh, you know it requires lots of computation power uh, that you might want to move from. Uh, both of these models and go to a neural net, deep, deep learning neural net. And so that's where deep learning uh, starts to uh, be at an advantage. So in, this, in his response, um, he points out, he says, gradient boosting machines, the general family of uh, XGBoost is great, but it's not perfect. For example, Usually gradient boosting approaches have poor probability calibration in comparison to logistic uh, regression models. And he quotes, obtaining calibration probabilities from boosting. More generally, certain models are inherently more data demanding, so maybe the data set available is simply not expressive enough. Uh, quoting a work by Modern Modeling Techniques, are data hungry a simulation study for predicting uh, dichotomous endpoints. So he said, finally, we should evaluate the performance of an algorithm rigorously by using resampling approaches. Uh, so what he does is cross validation. They use a five folds. Uh, and so what what the cross validation is doing is is taking the training set and it's, and then breaking it into folds and looking to see um, how well the model is performing overall with different conf random configurations of data. And that, that gives you kind of an a uh, idea whether your, your model um, will predict well with in generalized data in production. Um, in the end, he basically states that uh, um, that XGBoost has about ninety six percent accuracy because it's learning from the weak components and versus the um, logistic regression at ninety three percent. So the higher percentage. Uh, was used to get the win in the Kaggle competitions. Um, in another article, the, um, let's see, this article is um, called Logistic Regressions for Machine Learning and Classification. Uh, in this one, he, co he covers the sigmoid function, y equals 1 divided by 1 plus e to the minus x power, and uh, then shows the distribution. Um, so it's going to migrate close to 1 or close to 0. He talks about getting rid of uh, NAND um, data. We're dropping those rows. And um, 
In the conclusion, he says that logistic regression is a powerful machine learning algorithm that utilizes a sigmoid function and works best on a binary classification problems. And I think that those binary classification problems are largely used in business, and that's why it's become so popular. Although it can be used in multi-class classification problems, such as one versus all method, logistic regression is not fit for regression tasks. Yeah, that's obvious because regression tasks are linear functions and we're, and logistic regression is a classification uh, classifier. In order to take your understanding of log logistic regression further, it would be a good idea to try to apply it to other data sets and see what kind of classification problems it will perform well at. So I, it will perform well with anything that relates to probability. And uh, again, you, you would put uh, logistic regression in the same uh, group as you would um, uh, a Bayesian networks. Okay, so I wanted to talk uh, for a moment about uh, boundaries, decision boundaries. Basically what a decision boundary is, is it's the line that um, uh, you use for determining a classification. So if you were to just sort the data into different clustering classifications and establish lines on that, uh, those that would become your boundary line. And so there's some certain methods that you can apply to logistic regression to, to determine whether how well it's uh, fitting within those within that boundary space and that that tells you then the accuracy of the model so we yesterday we talked about the ROC curve uh, where you could uh, use probability and then look at the false negatives and the true positives and uh, plot them on a scatter plot and as long as it's uh, has a certain curve profile then you know your your model is is pretty accurate so uh, classification when the y values are categories decision decision boundaries are surfaces separating different prediction classes and again that's that sorting of you sort the apples oranges bananas uh, and, and you, you set up those boundaries. Linear classifiers learn linear decision boundaries. And so that's what's happening is those boundaries are being uh, defined. And you can plot those boundaries out uh, using um, a map plot lib, and you can see where, where things are, are falling. Uh, Multi-class classifications have three or more categories. So uh, logistic regression, positive or negative to determine whether what side of the boundary you're on. So we, we can look at uh, the coefficients and the interception. So coefficients uh, COEF underscore and intercept is uh, I-N-T-E-R-C-E-P-T underscore. The raw model output, negative or positive, predict either a zero or one. Changing the intercepts change the y-intercept of the boundary. So 
think of the boundary as a slope line where you're either moving the y-intercept up and down the y-axis or you're changing the rise over run or slope. Um, you can then plot those uh, the decision boundary uh, using plot underscore classifier and then um, you can look at the error. Now the logistic um, regression also has a loss function. The loss decreases as the corrections are predicted correctly. Uh, the logistic loss is the sum over the trained examples. So you can set up a function, uh, my loss, and you can pass in the weights, and then you can add uh, the sum of those weights as logistic, uh, using the logistic loss function. Um, and then you can, or you can compare the coefficient to see uh, when you, on your logistic regression, you can, um, uh, you can return the loss of the smallest W or the weight, and then you can compare that with its the coefficient. You can print out the logistic coefficient, and that will tell you then the error on the on the system. You can also use um, regularization. So regularization combats overfitting by making the coefficients smaller. So it reduces the amount of noise on the system. The way you would do that is um, you, can, you can modify the coefficient for C. You can either make it small or large. If you want to make a, a weak regularization, you'd have a larger C value. If you want to make it a, a stronger uh, regularization, you would have it a smaller um, C value. Like So in one case, maybe you'd have C equal to 100, the other uh, C equal to 0 0.01. Uh, you'd fit your data. Uh, then you would score against your training data, and then um, you could use uh, the lasso or ridge to determine the regularization. And uh, then you would look at your coefficients. So in lasso, the way you would do that is set up your uh, logistic regression, then um, you would fit it to the model, find the number of non-zero coefficients, 
and then print out the total number of features and the number of selected features, which would be non-zero. Lasso is really good for determining uh, what features are important. Then you can also look at your coefficients and um, you can plot out most coefficients. So in short, um, logistic regression has different ways that you can validate the accuracy. Um, some people like to use XGBoost because you can use different classifiers with it. And um, it might be worth looking at, but uh, you, you You'll probably want to, as you use logistic regression, um, take a look at the regularization problem. Also apply lasso and ridge and uh, then analyze the coefficients, which would be uh, the COEF underscore. And you want to make sure that um, as you do that, you what you're doing is trying to analyze the decision boundary and uh, make sure that the coefficients um, suggest that you're, you're getting the decision boundaries correct. Okay, well that's enough for today.